Welcome to the Western Revolution Show. It's a show for men and the people who love them. Where we discuss how men can embrace and find the healthiest versions of themselves. I am your host, Dr. Charles Corfru. What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year. Welcome to 2018. One of the greatest joys of this movement is when people walk up to me and say, I listened to your show or I saw your post on Instagram or Facebook, and this is my revolution. Shout out to big brothers Royce and Ed Duplessis, Emmy O'Dwyer, and Didi Burrell, <laughs> Antoine Hickman, and Howard Price. I also love when people inject revolution into our conversations. Come on, Corpru, that's the revolution, or that's my revolution. It is those moments, it is in those moments that I believe in the more that this concept will bring about better people, better families, and better communities. What is even greater is when someone tells me that they've never thought about their revolution. But after learning about the concept that they, that they are, but after learning about the concept, they are spending time thinking about how they can shift their landscape and that of others. Yet, how do we turn thinking about our revolution into doing our revolution? Many of us use turning the turning of the calendar to embark on challenges and journeys and revolutions that they hope will change their life only to fall short after a day, a week, or a month when it becomes uncomfortable. As my new friends, as my favorite place, Laurel Street Bakery, Charm and Alexis reminded me today, revolution is not comfortable. And many people let go of their revolutions easily. Our job here at the What's Your Revolution show is to help people create and maintain their revolutions through the most difficult time by providing them with the content they need to be revolutionary every day. To help me talk about how to create and maintain your personal and global revolution, I am joined by my good friend, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh -oh. Damien McGuire, CEO of Just Be Fly Fitness. Damien, what's up, brother? Man, everything is uh, phenomenal. Life is great. Life is grand. I couldn't ask for a better life to live. Oh, that's what it's about, man. Yeah. That's what it's about. You know, we ask everybody the first question, first question that is the most important question, what's your revolution? Oh, man, you know, I think... Um, when 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 I think of a revolution and I think of the takeover, when I think of the mindset, when I think of how we go about our day-to-day -day life, it's like I really look at, you know, the truths that stand before me, me, myself, and try to grasp hold of those truths and let those truths lead me. And so I'm not living by anybody else's truths. I'm living by my own. I got you. So my revolution is to continue to live according to the very truths that I've been studying, that I found for myself. I'm not led by, you know, a, a pack. I'm not led by one individual. I'm led by the higher power of God and my source and my energy and the very knowledge that I feel like continues to, you know, embrace, you know, the universe and everything that's being offered to me, the opportunities, the people that I'm able to, and, you know, inject, you know, my energy into that seemingly need to have a better situation in life. And I'm being given the opportunity. I was in a um, 
in a store today and I don't know, the gentleman's car wouldn't work. Right. And I'm like, no, I'll take care of it. I'll pay for it. He was like, huh? What? What? And, you know, like everybody in the store seemed like they froze, but it's like that's me, you know. And when you do it and when your light shines and when your energy when your revolution stands before mm. who you are, right, it seems to take over the whole room. And so my revolution is to make sure that I am grounded and in a position and in a place to constantly be able to build um, not only myself, my family, but those that I'm able to uh, come one-on-one or, you know, assume an opportunity that I can be able to help them out in some sort of way. That's what it's all about, man. That's interesting that you say that that people don't expect, particularly in our, our time right now, for you to just swipe your card. No, no, no. They don't expect for you to, I mean, if it's, especially if it's not for them. I mean, if it's not for you. I mean, because it's like, you know, that, that, that concept of, you know, what's in it for me, you know, is a lot of people's main focus. What's in it for me? How can I gain or what can I gain from? you know, this scenario or this situation. I think that's, you know, what we're in. We're in that microwave society. Everybody wants it quick. They want it fast. And everybody's out for themselves. Right, right, exactly. And and that expectation that... That word. <laughs> that expectation that you're going to you're gonna act a, a certain way. Are you going to be a certain way? And I'm, I'm, I'm sure, so what ethnicity, race was this man that you swiped the card? Oh, it, was, it was a white man. So then, then still that in that expectation. And the whole room was white. Right. That you know, expectation. So it was like, what? You right. Know, y'all want handouts. It's kind of <laughs> how they, the look that they gave me. You know, like, what you doing helping? Like, no, nah, this is who I am. I mean, and so, you know, he didn't even know what to do. He didn't know what to, you know, shake my hand, thank me. He was just like in awe. And it right. was nothing but, you know, a small Starbucks shot of coffee and, you know, whatever sandwich he ordered. Wow, wow, and, and and that's what you think you think about. We've been talking about entitlements and yeah. all all of these various things that are happening. People, but there you are, fulfilling your revolution. Absolutely, right, right there. Hey, I I got you. The truths, the opportunities, you know, the goals, the things that you know you set for yourself to help you get towards, you know, that end goal, that end position, and position in the process, trusting the process. And knowing that, you know, number one, I'm going to get it back. <laughs> right. Well, it, exactly. And then there's no expectation that you're going to get it back. But the, No. The, I mean, I just know that's what's going to happen. You right. Know? And it doesn't even have to come, like, in a form where it hits me. You know, I'm I'm in a good place in, in, in my life where, you know, I have a, a family that I always want to be taken care of. You know, so no matter how many miles away I am from them or what I got going on or what I'm doing, like, I want good things to happen for not just me, but happen for my family. So, you know, for my bloodline and, you know, everybody that's attached to me, I'm always wanting the good to come for right. come forth for them. That And that's that's what the revolution is about. And we talk about on this show, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about how to create, maintain, facilitate, and fulfill your revolution today. But it should be greater than yourself. Absolutely. It, it should always be greater than yourself. And I think that we lose sight of that. Yeah. Uh, particularly because we're working so hard on ourselves every day. But this life, and I hear all of these motivational talks, and I know, and get to it in a few minutes, but I know you have a regimen that you 
do every day. And part of that regimen, because you know, we've talked so at length about what you do, is listening to these various podcasts. Absolutely. And all of the time, what I hear on the podcast um, that I listen to is that this is not about you. You do not gain from worrying just about your own personal gain. Yeah. That this life is about you extending this hand, you extending your card. Yeah. You actually being able to go out in the community and say, you know what, I'm going to help you build your revolution. Yeah. Because then the returns are much greater coming back to you because you now have a community of people saying that Just Be Fly, Damien McGuire, help me fulfill this. So what can I do to give back? Oh, man. I, you know, I think for people that um, – have that mentality that it's not about them, those are the ones that, you know, we look at and we say, man, that's a selfless individual. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, that person there. And we look at them in a different light. We don't really understand them. We don't know how. It's like when I, what I said. Like, they didn't know how to respond because that's not the normal, natural way that we go about life. And I think, and in, in, in not to correct you, but when you say people are out here working on themselves, People just working. People just working. You know, they just going about it. Because, you know, if more people were working on themselves, and not just in a physical standpoint, but in the mental, in the physical, in the spiritual, and emotional, and the social, technologically, you know, like, and, and becoming a more or better brand, you know, for Just Be Fly, Damian McGuire had to step up to a whole new revolution. <laughs> you know, like I said, I love that's my favorite thing. Yeah. I, hey, corporate, what's up, man? I'm 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 doing my revolution. Yeah. And so, so you definitely have to constantly be building, you know, a situation and an opportunity for yourself that is if because you know, you hear that saying, it's kind of cliche is when I say it, but man, if your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough. Say it, say it again. If your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough. <laughs> I love that. If your goals don't scare you, they are not big enough. Man, and even one, to piggyback off that, if you can do it by yourself, it's not big enough. It's not big enough. And that's the interesting thing. That, that is the interesting thing because we think about it, and I'm shout out to uh, Propeller, Absolutely. you know, for giving us the oh, opportunity. I, mean, I, I had to. You got the Propeller shirt on today, bro? I had to, I had to oh. Propeller shirt. oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, you in the camera? You got no, yours on? I got too? on my Western Revolution shirt. Oh, <laughs> I need one of those. I need one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out. We, I'm about to do a new order. But like I was saying, bro, is that you can't do this alone. And so we've been able to be a part of Propeller, you know, that has really allowed us to fulfill this revolution of ours. Absolutely. You know, to to be a part of something that is. So much bigger, you know, and, and, and to have all of these various resources right. that have that have given that have given us um, the value, the opportunity, the voices, the the resources, the cachet that allow us to build our brands. Yeah. And neither one of our brands is about us. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it comes back to what we're talking about when it comes to. This is our revolution. Yeah, and I think that was that that was probably one of the um, caveats um, that coming through Propeller really made situations for you know me and and Propeller. It made it kind of one of those: who do we put first? What's first? You know, is it Train with Demo? Is it Just Be Fly? 
Is it you, the individual, Damian Lee McGuire? You know, how do we or what do we put out there first? Because it's all a brand, but it's all me, but it's all based on, you know, what I'm putting out exactly for other people. Right. And so however people will grasp it, you know, grasp hold. We go back to talking about looking or listening to podcasts. Man, when I listen to a lot of podcasts, I mean, I listen to, um, I can't think of the lady's name, but she introduced or created Spanx. When I listen to her podcast, yeah, when I listen to her podcast, she said, you know what, I didn't even have a, I didn't even have a website. No. Uh-uh. It wasn't, it, it wasn't mandatory for me to have that. What I needed to have was I needed to have a good product. See, and, and man, and she went to like 50 different garment designers and they said no. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was one person yeah. that said, you know what? Yeah. And, and, and interesting, we talk about all of this equity. It, many of the garment designers for women were men. Right. And they were like, nah, nah, this is never going to take off. It was one one guy, one man that believed in her story. Yeah. She's a billionaire. First That's all it takes. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, we, we, we as, as individuals, I'm not going to say black, I'm not going to say white, I'm just going to say individuals as human beings, we're always looking for, you know, the magic pill. We always want the quick fix. You know, but it's always sort of like that one thing that you're overlooking trying to find, you know, the big bang. Right. It's you know, not the big bang. It's not the big bang. It's not the big bang. I, I started a new client this morning, and he said, just hold me accountable. I said, that's what you signed up for. You didn't sign up to work out. Right. You had someone to hold you accountable. You signed up to an accountability partner. Exactly. You know, so for people when they come to me or I meet them, you know, I'm not I'm not the big person that I feel like I gotta hand out a business card because I feel like I'm going to be impressionable enough that you'll remember me. <laughs> I'm gonna be impressionable enough. Enough that yeah. you'll remember me. Yeah, my aunt, she's passed away, she's gone now, but when I was like ten or eleven years old, I traveled um across seas to play basketball. Before I left, she would have me sit in front of a um, a television and do interviews, and so she said, "When, when, when you get in front of the camera, not knowing when I was going to get in front of the camera, if I was going to ever get in front of the camera, but when you get in front of the camera, you have to be impressionable enough that they choose you and your story and your interview as the one that they put out." Man, there. you've just you've been dropping wisdom already. Two things: you're listening to the What's Your Revolution show on WBOK 12:30 a.m. powered by Aetna. Sitting here with my man, Damian McGuire, CEO of Just Be Fly Fitness, as we talk about maintaining, creating, facilitating, and fulfilling our revolution in 2018. Man, this brother's talked about, you know what I'm saying? If, what did you say? If your dream is what? If is your it? dream is not big enough. If, it's, if your dream doesn't scare you, it's not big it's enough. It's not big enough. That's right. Yeah. And you should be big enough you should be impressionable enough that people will remember you yeah. you should be big enough yeah. right your light let your light shine so exactly I, I, exactly so it's interesting you say all these things you're dropping dimes for the people who are sitting around the coffee table sitting around Laurel Street Berkeley hopefully my man Ed and Hillary and the staff are listening to this show as they promised today uh shout out to them but you know who is Damian McGuire shortly? I mean, just, you know, you, you're, you're this guy who's now motivating people to think about their own dreams and think about their revolution, but who are you? Um, man, if I, if, I, if I said I knew exactly who I was because I'm evolving every single day, 
I would be telling the lie. <laughs> if I said, I'll be even more transparent. If I said, if I knew who I was right now, because things have 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 shifted so right. much, my life, where I've come from, what I've come through. You know, I was born in Dayton, Ohio. Grew up in Dayton, Ohio. I just was back in Dayton, Ohio. Two, three days ago, a week ago or so, in the Dayton, Ohio that I grew up in, it's not the Dayton, Ohio anymore that I know. Um, I went off to college, moved to Chicago, had been back and forth. My mom lived in Ohio. My dad lived in Chicago, was back and forth. So I say I'm the Midwest kid, <laughs> right? I'm just a kid from the Midwest, you know, trying to get it. Like this weather down here, it's not really cold to me. Man, come on, bro. <laughs> I was in Sedona, Arizona over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, I was so, nah. you, you know, it you, look, you didn't like even Mars, get Mars, brother. Yeah, yeah, you know, all you needed was the suit. Man, huh? let me tell you, look, all I needed was a, a Western Revolution T-shirt and some, uh, some, some running pants and some boots. That was good. That's it. <laughs> That's you could have fried an egg on the sidewalk. Man, it wasn't that hot. It was, it, it was good. But what's a couple interesting points about your life story, man? Um... So, you know, raised um, by a a family that was started with 13. My grandmother had 13 kids. My mom was the second to youngest, um, seven boys, six girls. Um, my cousin, she's looking at me now. She said we were favored, you know, and the favor wasn't that we had money. It was just that the bloodline that I bought, I was bought through, it had, it had principles, it had integrity, it ingrained values. that, yeah, it ingrained those values in my life that you know when you hear casters say, well, you know, there's only kind of a few ways to make it out, you know, a jump shot, a crack rock, or you going to the grave. Right. I had the jump shot. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> And it was, it was, it was wet, huh? It was crack. <laughs> <laughs> it was wet. It was. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, man, it was, it was one of those things, man, I don't care how much you party. I don't care what you did on Saturday night. You better be walking in that church on Sunday. Um, even if you was in the sounds back like sleep. My, sounds like my mama. You know, even if you was in the back sleep, you know, one of my aunts, she would come up, whether it was Sally Mae, whether it was one of the twins, Janice or Janie. Uh, one of them would come up if we was acting up up there, and they would come get us, and they would, you know, be in their choir robes, hey, <laughs> get it together. Right. You know what I mean? And then, you know, it was one of those things where um, my father on his side, it was a different dynamic. You know, the 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 way that I was raised, I was brought up through, you know, values and principles that for my father's side didn't didn't create the same values and principles. He wasn't there. Um, until later, later in life, but you know, my mom would always say, and my mom and my father's grand, my father's mother would always, you know, pray for me, no matter what the journey was, no matter it's where I was like going. Having a praying family, let man. Me tell you. you know, so it was for me coming up. I was given, I was, I was ingrained with values and principles that still lead me to who you know I am today. So always, as I as I get out there, I'm always. I, I I know how to be reeled back in because those prayers still exist. Let me tell today. you, bro. Let me tell you. So it's interesting because you often don't hear people of color outwardly talk about values. Yeah. Right. And you don't hear people who are not people of color talk about the values of people of color. Right. As if as if 
those values are just not there. You know, yeah. When you talk about family values, right, you think about the family values that kept families of color together when they were broken apart. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know man, I, I remember my father was sitting. We, we, we had a company in Chicago. It was pretty good. I mean, we, you know, reached a budget of about $10 million annually. And when 9-11 hit, I watched everything begin right. to start crumble. Um, but I remember one night we were sitting at a table having dinner and the – um, the, the you know the people the individuals that was there. My father began to talk about you know our our upbringings like coming out of Ohio and you know us being in Chicago and then how it was different and you know he began to talk about my side of my mother's side of the family and how like there wasn't you know the drug addict there wasn't you know out of all thirteen kids there wasn't nobody that went to print to the penitentiary nobody got killed everybody had values everybody was raised. You know, in a family that when you talked about the Maguires, you know, that was that was right. like, you know, a family of 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 values. And so um, a lady just said, I can't believe that. You know, I can't believe they didn't have somebody. Somebody was. Why? You know, because that's just how that, they it, pictured it, it. Exactly. You know? Right. Because they couldn't fathom that all black families have to be there's this critique around there's this mystique and critique around what black families are supposed to be like or families of color are supposed to be like and when you have this you know you you have success it was interesting i was uh on the road uh, from sedona this weekend and we we started talking about uh my boy dr greenfield um we were just talking about the various stories that are actually out there that actually are making we got brothers who who are making millions of dollars who are telling their stories about murdering somebody, you know what I'm saying, or, yeah. or about being in gangs and all this thing. And I said to myself, Studio and, I said, gangsters. and I said, I said, and I was like, what's the story when you have, you grew up with two parents who are well-educated, you got four degrees, you got all the success, who wants to hear that story, right? Yeah. I was like, uh, all of a sudden, you know, nobody wants to hear that story of this young black man with four degrees, with a PhD terminal degree, two parents who were well-educated, but... If I didn't kill anybody, you know, then my story's not good enough. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that that's the problem that we have with our youth today is that they've been given such a studio perception, right, of lifestyles that have seemed to be glorified or that are glorified in what murder is and what drugs are and what money can do. And what having, you know, cars, women, and this lifestyle. And even now, it's changing and flipping even more, you know, coming from one generation to the next. And you see it becoming more and more lost. Like, what hip-hop was, if you say it was dead, it's not dead. It's just changed faces. It's changed. Cha- ooh. Yeah, it's yeah. changed faces. Oh, and I don't know if I like the faces. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, you know, because that's a genre that we created. Right. So we can't say that something is dead. We just say in this now changing faces. It's mm-hmm. like as you get older, you're not always going to keep those same features. Yeah. You're, you're well, you might. Uh, in, in, <laughs> I'm anybody, trying, bro. Yeah, anybody who's watching the show, you would never believe that this brother's in his 40s. You would believe me that I'm, oh, man, I'm you in my late Cat 40s. out the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I got the beanie on today. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got a couple minutes before we go to break, Damon. You know, you talk about your revolution in a broader sense, but why is fitness, so just be fly fitness, why is fitness your revolution? Man, I always say it's the fountain of youth. 
you know, for... Really, that's a little cliche looking at you, brother. I know. <laughs> you know, I always say it's the fountain of youth because, man, when you look at... I mean, okay, so when we walked in or when we started our propeller applications, one of the one of the key points in the propeller application was that there is a 35-year um, lifespan gap in, in New Orleans. Right, exactly. So that's telling me that blacks are dying 35 years before whites is basically what they were saying, right? And so when you look at, when I say the fountain of youth, you know, I have an uncle that just turned 93 and, you know, for whatever they did. And some people get lifespans longer than others. But I want to make sure that as I live my life, I'm able to continue to feel good, look good. I'm able to, you know, speak and share what my situation so it can help others, you know, like not always was. You know, I was I've been an athlete my whole life. So it's been ingrained in me that attitude, that mentality mm -hmm. to keep going. And I know that's not everybody. I mean, I get people that are well in their 30s and 40s that, you know, you have gone to the gym, but just have gone to the gym. You know, so when I ask them, well, do you work out? And they say, yeah, I work out. But then we get our first workout. And I'm like, well, I thought you said you worked out. <laughs> you know, but they don't. They have, you know, it's a different it's a different dynamic. So for me, I mean, fitness is like, it's the, it's the fountain of youth. I mean, it's, it's when you look at, you know, carbon, oxygen, what your body is made of. I carry that gallon of water around. All the around, time, man. All you know, time. every time you see me, yeah, you exactly. know, with, with, exactly. you know, and it's not that I ate, I ate pizza last night. You know, but it's not that I'm gorging on these things, but, you know, because I'm, like I said, I'm always real back to these values. It's ingrained in you. That's the interesting thing. We're going we're gonna to keep talking about that because what you what you value, is you're going to make a part of your life. You're going to make that your revolution, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. If honesty is your revolution, yeah. it's a value. Yeah, you know, it's that perception. The perception is, is greater than reality, but, you know, when when you really have a a value system that, you know, what you begin to speak becomes your actions, what becomes your actions becomes your system, and what becomes your system ultimately becomes your revolution. <laughs> oh, he just killed him. He just killed him. Hopefully you heard that. Hopefully you heard that. You're listening to the What's Your Revolution show. Check us out after the break. We'll continue this conversation about how to create, maintain, and fulfill your revolution with the CEO of Just Be Fly Fitness, Damian McGuire. Stay tuned. We'll see you after the break. Universal Printing in New Orleans East is the place to go for all of your digital printing needs. Universal Printing offers a wide range of printing services and promotional products. They handle everything from business cards to personalized prescription pads. They even print yard signs, banners, and vehicle magnets. Stop by Universal Printing at 9900 Lake Forest Boulevard in New Orleans East near Reed. Or give them a call at 504-244-1177. That's 504-244-1177. Come on down to Universal Printing and let the experts handle all of your printing, marketing, and promotional needs so you don't have to.
There's freedom at Liberty Bank. At Liberty Bank, you can now open a checking account online and gain immediate access to our many services. It's easy for you to go and keep track of your account at www.LibertyBank.net. You can even apply for loans or services on the go. Banking at Liberty, now 24 hours a day, seven days a week at www.LibertyBank.net. Bank at Liberty, there's freedom here. And don't forget to use promo code WBOK. The New Orleans East Clinic is now open and accepting appointments to meet your health care needs. Located on the sixth floor of the New Orleans East Hospital at 5620 Reed Boulevard, the New Orleans East Clinic is open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. to service your medical needs. Accepting all major insurances, get comprehensive medical expertise in one convenient location. Our team of multi-specialty physicians focuses on primary care, pulmonary care, orthopedics, gastroenterology, and neurology services. They're dedicated to providing health care education and comprehensive medical services to improve your overall quality of life. Call 592-6760 today to schedule an appointment with the New Orleans East Clinic. Quality health care close to home. Call 592-6760 today to schedule an appointment with the New Orleans East Clinic. Hey, family, this is your girl, Kendra Joy, the host of the new show on WBOK, On The Move. Join me Monday through Friday from 12 to 1 p.m., where we're going to be highlighting the best of the community. That's Monday through Friday, family, 12 to 1 p.m. WBOK with the show, On The Move. Ain't no stopping us now. WBOK. New Orleans. Welcome back to the What's Your Revolution show. This is your host, Dr. Charles Corporal. I want to give a big shout out to the man behind the wheels of stills, my man Kendall, the jazz man, Williams. What's up? Happy New Year to you, brother. Thumbs up, giving me the trump. <laughs> Ah, I love it. I love it. Sitting here talking to the CEO of Just Be Fly Fitness, my main man, Danny McGuire. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. You dropped some knowledge. You dropped some knowledge at the end, man. You know, you brought it all the way. Uh, you brought it all the way back from values to revolution, brother. How you do that? You know, man. I'm, hey, listen. I, uh, you know, I think before I, w- I was like probably like one of the, the fourth members of like Run DMC. <laughs> One of the fourth members of Run DMC. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I had I had I had the, the rhyming style before the rhyming style man. was you know prevalent for the day. But uh, man, it's a blessing to be here, brother. Like it, this is a good this is a good vibe. It's a good energy. Yeah, man. I, and, and that's how we were when we first met, man. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I saw this brother. I was sitting in my favorite spot. Everybody knows where that is. There are there are two places in the city. I said, if anybody ever wants to assassinate me, they'll know where I am. They know how to get. They you. know how to get to me. It's at Laurel Street Bakery with my man Ed and Hillary and Carrie and uh, the Queen Courtney. Um, so I'm there most days. And this brother walked in, had on a this fly white shirt and some peach pants, <laughs> right? And if I didn't have a pair of the, the same pair of peach pants, I might have clowned that brother. <laughs> but 
<laughs> and you know that was the only day I wore those pants. <laughs> man, just... let me tell you, I rocked them pants all all throughout the summer. Man. I got a lot of compliments on them. Yeah, pants. I had to break. I, I had to break out of my comfort zone to really get into those peach yeah, pants. Yeah, that's like real men wear peach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I love those pants, man. You can rock them. You can rock them jokes, jokers with anything, man. Yeah, you can do a lot of. Yeah, that. so we just kind of chopped it up, man. We were able to experience the propeller or have the propeller experience together. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Trepwise. Shout out to Blake Stanfield, Lulu Carter, uh, Alexandra Ledoux, and man, she was going to kill me. Who was that? Jess? Jess. <laughs> yes, Jess is going to kill me. Jess. Jess, you our program. Daniel? You said Daniel? Oh, got a shout out to the guru, Daniel Applewhite, yeah. man. He's one of the smoothest. Man, brothers, let me man. tell you, and Andrea Chen for putting it all together, man. So we appreciate everybody for giving us that experience that we had at Propeller yeah, that was uh, to really build our brands because this doesn't go down with really without them and how do we how we're building, you know, everything that we're doing. So just happy to be a part of this revolution with you, brother. Five tips. You know, um, so let's get into this because people got on the show today because they want to know, hey, it's it's 2018, and I just don't want to have a resolution because a resolution just says, you know, I resolve to do this. Mm-hmm. A revolution is a shift in your life, yeah, right? It is a shift in your life that is going to have a great impact on yourself and something or someone else. Absolutely. So how do I sit here and think about how do I create a revolution, Damien? Um, number one. I think this is the easiest, hardest thing to do. Look in the mirror at yourself, <laughs> right? Really, you know, I, I have people that, that, that I train that in, in gyms, boutiques, wherever you go, most of them are full of mirrors. Right. They don't want to work out and look at themselves because they're too ashamed at what their body looks like. Mm. You know, so when I say look at yourself, look in the mirror, you know, look in Go into that Yahari window. Go into that soul and really pull out and begin to take out the things that, um, you know, that you feel are not the things or the elements of your life that you don't want, right? And that might be taking a little bit of time. You might need to, you know, sit back, do a little breathing, you know, and and that's a whole nother, another another <laughs> lane. But, um you know, and then you can get into the physical aspect. We can definitely get into the physical aspect. I mean, but let's but, but, but let's pull back for a second because you ahead. say you, to to really begin the impetus for this revolution is really right there, staring in front of yourself. Yeah, I, right? I, I I I have I have something that I always tell people um, that I read long a long time ago. But it was a gentleman that walked into an office, and when he walked into an office, he looked like you know looked like death. I mean, was on his verge of of you know really trying to you know, at that point, take his life, end his life. And, you know, the the doctor that he walked in to see um, was supposed to provide healing for physical and, you know, illnesses. And so the gentleman went to the doctor and the doctor checked him out. And, you know, he said, sir, I don't find anything wrong with you. Uh, and he said, doc, I'm telling you the way I feel, there's something terminally ill about my life um and you know the doctor ran a few more tests and came back and he said i got what the problem is so he opened the curtain up closed the door (laughs) and on the back of the door was a mirror he bought the gentleman in front of the mirror and he stood him there he said you see that person 
you're the problem. That's the illness. Right. That's the problem. There's where we'll start beginning to figure how we begin to take that illness and begin to heal it. Right, right. And the reason why I wanted to, to unpack that a little more is that you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's just that simple Yeah. to sit and, and look in the mirror and, and to really be, as we talk about here, it is the, the, the infamous V word. You have to be vulnerable with yourself. Absolutely. And I actually believe there's going to be an event in your life or, or a series of events that are going to ask you to say, when are you going to change? Yeah. Right? And you have to be able to see that. When are you going to change? You can look in the mirror every day, but you have to be willing to say, man, at some point, I'm messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, not the yeah. word I want to say. I just can't say it over already. Yeah. I, I messed up. And I think for me, for me, and we've said this over the last four, four, four and a half months, it was standing in front of that mirror after the last breakup. Oh, right? Man. I, I, and and we talked after last the last breakup. after the last breakup and me saying, "Wow," and sitting here and want to blame everything that happened in our relationship on her, right? This is your fault. You did this. You brought us to this point, right? Mm. And That's saying, true. you know what? When are you going to realize that? No one, because you, you say this all the time, no one is all good and no one is all bad. And we vacillate between the two, right? Yeah, yeah. We hope that we are more good than bad, but oftentimes we'll vacillate in bad and stay there. Yeah. Right? But if you can't sit in that mirror, right, and finally say, you know what, I am just as at fault as with this as she is or they are. Then you can't have a revolution. And yet I'm preaching a little bit today. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Power to the people, right? Right. I'm preaching. But for me, there's going to be that event, right? There's going to be something in your life when you're going to look in the mirror, you're going to open the door, you're going to be there somewhere, and you're going to say, What? Yeah. It's me, right? Wake up. Yeah, wake up. And for me, it was saying, you know, and I talk about being the best version of myself. It was that day that I said, you know what, I can't. If I'm going to have the life that I dream of, right? Shout out to my mastermind group, Brandon Speed and all the fellas, Jamie Wright. If I'm going to have the best version of my life, it begins right now. Mm -hmm. And it begins with these values that you're talking about. The revolution right now is just instilling those values every day, honesty and integrity. Not only with myself, but with the people that I work with. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. Yeah, And you got to go deep. You know, because, it, you know, you hear it, beauty is skin deep, you know, things that um, we kind of grasp hold to that form our expectations, form our desires, form our lusts, you right. know, form our love. You know, those things really don't break the surface until they're gone. You know what I mean? Like you don't really realize. And then that begins the journey. Of healing, it does. You know, the the moment the the moment that, you know, the moment that I say this, the moment that he cheat, the moment that she cheat, the moment that we cheat, that begins the healing that process. Begins, right, and, and, and it and may sound crazy, it may sound foolish to say something like that, but that begins the healing process. It because, does because you know, like, we all are going to at some point, you know, our our darkness is going to come to light. It does, and when that happens, if you're not ready for it. It can totally it, – it'll take you down. It'll take you down. It it will take you down. And as my good friend said to me last night, Natalie Burke, my mentor, my, my good friend, is that she said, you know, it's January 1st. You don't have to sit in your moral failings anymore. 
Yeah, get on up. Get on up, right? Yeah. But I, I, but I think as I, as I said with her, you have to sit with that sometimes because that that is the impetus for the revolution right there. If you can't sit with your moral failings, you can't say, you know what, I've been this way, right? And feel the pain and allow yourself to feel that. Yeah. You can't move on because that means you're not going to have any empathy for anyone else who's going through it. Yeah. You have to be able to sit and say, mm, okay, this is how this feels. Because you cut off so much, you, you know, like it, it's it's like working out or any style or just walking and not breathing, <laughs> you know, and you get and I have so many people that, you know, when it, when when things begin become too intensified, they stop breathing, they stop breathing, <laughs> they hold that breath. Right. But your power, you got to think, you know, the carbogen, carb, carbon, the oxide, the oxygen, you know, the, the hydrogen, like all these things are what your body is made up of. They're in the inhalation and exhalation. Right. The power is there. The power. The power. So we limit, we cut off our power when things become intense. We cut off our power. And so that's where, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a situation that if, if if you're doing something, you you breathe your way through it. Right, Ooh, brother. What? Did yeah. You, what? Yeah. I mean, what did you eat today? <laughs> no, man. It's, <laughs> you drink your kombucha? <laughs> nah, nah, it, it's that water. I'm that telling water you. you drink that. You got to look at you know. It, in, it in, fills your brain, brother. It, it fills everything. Your body is so much. So much of your body is made up of water. If we're not consistently refueling our body with just that simple element, right? You know, we're limiting our body's full capability. You listen to the What's Your Revolution show, powered by Edna. Man, I'm, I, I'm almost speechless. Like, cause this brother is just sitting here talking about, you know, the breath and how the breath, you know, is the power for us. It powers our revolution. You have to be able to breathe. You can't hold your breath anymore, right? Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. And so, and that's a part. I, I think if we if we marry these things about sitting in your moral failings, at some point. Holding on to your moral feelings, you're, you're not breathing anymore. Yeah, you're cutting yourself off. You're cutting off. yourself off. So you look in the mirror, you sit in your moral feelings, right? You hold your breath for a minute, but then, right, it's time to let go. Man, I had somebody tell me, and, it, and this is kind of on subject. I had somebody tell me that um, they needed closure. I need closure. I need closure. I need closure. And I said, the closure should have happened the day the event occurred. Right. And the reason I say that is because if 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 you come in, I, I train, I box, if if you box angry, right, 10 times out of 10, you're one, you're going to cut that breath off and you're two, you're going to cut the mental focus. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Moderate arousal. Completely. Exactly. Putting yourself out of the game. Mm -hmm. Right. So the more you hold on to certain things and we hold on to it by cutting it off. That inhalation, exhalation, once we cut it off, right, no oxygen getting to the brain, the circulation of the blood, it's not flowing correctly, being filled with the carbon and the, oxy and the oxygen that we need to consistently keep our bodies fueled, right, to get that energy that we need to go the extra mile, that extra rep, that extra set, to not stop just because you feel this is too much, this is too intense, this is too hard. Right. But put yourself in a position where you constantly keep growing, you know, but closure takes time, though. It takes time. Especially relationship closure. It does take time. I'm, a, I'm you know, like I, <laughs> I 
I, I had a breakup, and I think I, I was able to learn from that breakup to to not hold on to that. Right. You know, and that's, that, that, that's my problem. Yeah, not that, hold on yeah, to Yeah, that's it. my Thank you, Rachel. I see your face. She in the back. like I know, right? I told you. You need to let go of that. <laughs> somebody said. Somebody said he must have had a I'm bad good. Breakup. I'm good. Right? He good. I'm he, good. He good. That's a lot. <laughs> he good now. You know, he, but like you said, we, to to look in the mirror, to 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 release the breath, to let go. Mm-hmm. What else do we do that will help us create our revolution? Um, you got to surround yourself with good people, and let me tell you how you do this, right? This is one of the greatest greatest tricks that I learned, right? You you take autobiographies of great men and women, right, right, and you crack those autobiographies and those and, and, and those stories open, and you begin to read and you write down all of the great attributes of those individuals, right, and then you go and you paste those attributes around the table, right, and you keep saying who and what. Who and what did what, how and what they were able to do what they were able to do. Because I don't need nobody. David, right? Sorry, I kicked the table. <laughs> David, right? I'm going to go biblical. Go back, right. right? David encouraged himself, right? So with the encouragement needed, most people think that I got to have somebody that's going to pat me on the back, that's going to push me. When the motivation, if you don't have it within you, you know, it's like when you go and you're going to certain, you know, rehabilitation programs, you know, they give you coaches, they give you mentors, they give you sponsors, right? And you, to me, you become handicapped because what I find you can't do is you can't do it on your own. But you're going to have, again, you so got to start. It's, it begins with you. It, it begins with you. And then because in the end, that person might not be there the moment that you need them. Right. Right. And that's Christina Cancelli. That's that's most of the time how it happens. You know what I mean? Like I pick up the phone, you not available. I text, you don't respond back. Christina Cancelli. Right. You <laughs> know my, what I mean? That's one of my best friends. Yeah. Like they're not there when you need them. So what are you supposed to do? Do I crumble? No, I almost said no, right. not at all. But it's still, but I, even though I, I'm, I'm shouting out Christina Cancelli, I know that she is one of those people, like you said, even though, like you said, there are going to be times when she's not there or Eli's not there or Phil's not there, yeah. right? I know in the background they have been there, right? Yeah. They, they have been there. But I want to go all the way back for one second because you said something interesting. Pulling out those biographies, mm-hmm. right? Those biographies. Yeah, biographies of great people. Because I think about Barack Obama. I Absolutely. think about Justin uh, Justin um, Trudeau. I think about Emmanuel Macron. All, right, all, all, all leaders, right? And and every day I'm like, I'm 46 years old. These dudes at 46 are leading countries. Yeah. Right. Leading countries. Yeah. And so I think part of the revolution, if you want to be great, you have to do exactly what you said. You have to be able to pull out these characteristics. But the one thing that they all have, right? Mm-hmm. Is a strong partner. Michelle was a strong partner. Mm-hmm. Justin Trudeau's wife, strong mm-hmm. partner. Emmanuel Macron's wife, strong partner. They have these strong partners that allow them to grow, right? Mm-hmm. And the support is there, like you said. But they have these various attributes that I love. What you say. So go out. All right. So w- what are we saying? Look in the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Be able to breathe. 
open up right books of people that you admire, mm-hmm. right, and find out what are their attributes, what are the struggles that they had to go through to get to their spaces that they are now. Right. Right. If if you're 26, if you're 36, if you're 46, it does not mean that you can't build your revolution. Not at all. I mean, you you know, like most, but it, it's like you're leading the country now. This is syndicated. This show is syndicated. So, you know, not just the other two individuals in the room hear us, right? We got live here. We live here. We live everywhere. everywhere, (laughs) Right. So we're leading, we're leading now. So you already have that, that, that position, that requirement family, you're leading from a family in some scenario of neighborhood or community. We, we have leaders or you have a responsibility in that, whether it's you, you know, park your car in front of your house and don't block you know, another neighbor's or another person's um, 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 parking space. You know, everybody has a, a, a responsibility, you know, and we, and we have to take that and put it in perspective. Exactly. You know, thank you, Cheryl. <laughs> put it in perspective because most people, their perspective is all <laughs> mucked up. It's interesting that you say that because um, my boy, Dr. Derek Greenfield, who I just traveled with last week, we went to the Grand Canyon, right? Mm-hmm. And so we went up to the Watchtower, and you could see all the way down. But then there was this off, offbeat hiking path that took you down into the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. right? But it was a sliver, like when I want to say, I mean sliver, yeah. on each side of this pathway, one step of the – one way, and you're falling on the – you're falling off the Grand Canyon, right? Wow. So, but he kept going, and I, you know, and to be be honest, I was scared, like literally, I was I was scared. But I I saw these people at the beginning, right? When we saw up in the watch, I saw these people down at the end, and I was like, I want to go there, yeah, right? I, I want to go there. So somehow I just kept making my way down slowly. I would stop and I would stop and say, you know what? Uh, this is it. He would push me a little further, mm-hmm. right? And finally we got to the end, and here I am, and he's like, see, you could get there. So, but there's a point to the story. The next day. Right, we went hiking back in Sedona, right, and I wanted to go up on this mountain and go, and we kept, just kept climbing and kept climbing and kept climbing, right. Mm-hmm. And so, we got to this height. I just kept pushing forward. He was scared that day, right. right? And so we interestingly we we sat down and talked about it because it's, it's about perspective. Right. His perspective. He was not scared of the Grand Canyon, right. Mm-hmm. He was just going. He was just doing his thing. He wasn't worried about one way or the other. I was like, dude, we could have fallen. Right. My perspective the next day was we got all these things, blo- but he was scared the next day because I, I kept pushing along. It is it is the perspective that we take, but oftentimes, even with our perspective, we still need that support in our revolution yeah. because we may see things that other people don't, or they may see things that we don't that will help change our perspective. Yeah. So, it's like I, I get – I get not to cut you off, but – No, no. Go ahead, my, bro. You know, my, 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 my very good, like, mentor always asked me, you know, which lesson do you want? Do you want the one that you got to pay for or do you want the free lesson? And so that free lesson, you always understand that there's somebody. Like when you talk about that trail, when you talk about that path, what about the first person that went? Exactly. You know, what about the first person that took that trail and took that path down? How do you think they felt? Right. But they blazed the trail. They did. So there's so many before them, after them, could come down that trail and, and get a glimpse of something that, you know, for us, like you said, it's like you've been to Mars and back. It, it, it was. But it changed my perspective of myself because I knew each time I went further, this was life. This this trail was life because we yeah. do stop. 
we'll get to our, as I said, we'll get to the point in our revolution, I'm good, right? But you can't be content. Yeah, I get, I, I get the clients that, you know, I, I get them to stop in the middle of, of, a, of an exercise and say, I can't. And, you know, that's the last thing you're going to say. That's, that's the, and so revolutions, you have to understand perspective. You have to understand that, the, that there be, there'll be varying perspectives that you need to hear to allow you to continue and maintain your revolution because you might not see, right? Yeah. It, it, it was something that, I, you know, because I'm on this honesty journey right now. That's my revolution about being, being the healthiest version of myself and being honest to a fault, right? Because I've been a liar, right? But to a fault. And then my boy pointed out, he said, well, you know, you know, is that really being honest? And I was like, yeah, but there was another perspective to this that I hadn't even seen, right? He was like, yeah, I understand, but do you really need to be this honest about this situation? I was like, yeah, well, you know, so seeing other perspectives is key to facilitating our revolution. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to, um, you know, you have to look at the person, understand their perspective, their viewpoint, right, to understand what they might be saying. It, it's not necessarily that it's just so idiotic. But that's their perspective. That's their perspective. And, and so, sometimes you, 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 and you, you take it all in. Yeah, you don't. And, and, and so before you speak or before, you know, like, I, I, man, I train a lot of people that I listen, you know, and it's not that I'm, I'm there to talk. I give instruction and it's not that I'm there to continue to keep, you know, pressing on about an issue. Let's get it done. You know, I know what our goals are. Because I'm not going to lose focus in, right. in your muck, in your mind. Exactly. And, and, so, and that's what that support is. Yeah, and, that, and that's where you got to, you know, you got to remain focused and take what elements that are in that muck and that mire. Because, you know, diamonds come from, uh, yeah. From the rough. Yeah. Right. I mean, you pressure. Know. You got you to gotta apply pressure. Yeah. You right, know, it, to get to the diamond. It's, it's so. Right, Rachel? You know, when you think about a seed. When you think about the end product, you know, and how a seed is grown, how in that uncomfortable situation, right. in that situation that, you know, so much is being impacted around them. But the beauty of it in the end is what we're ultimately planting that seed to see. Right. And we have to trust the process that the seed is going to do what the seed is born, is born to do. Exactly. And yeah. so that's what, when you say the next step is, is know what's inside of you is capable of doing that, but you have to maintain the process of watering that seed. Watering the seed constantly. 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 Yeah. You have been listening to the What's Your Revolution show with Dr. Charles Corcoran, powered by Aetna. We've had a wonderful, 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 amazing, I can't even begin to put all, all of the... A accolades, all of the accolades that need to be put to this show. But I've been joined by my main man, CEO of Just Be Fly Fitness, Damien McGuire. Make sure that you check him out. Where can people find you, Damien? Oh, do this. So pull out your cell phones, right? You're going to go to the top area where you type in the number and type in 95577. 95577. And in the message area, it's all one word. Train with Damo. T-R-A-I-N-W-I-T-H-D-A-Y-M-O. Train with Damo. Wait for the prompt. After that prompt, you're going to send me your email address and you will be set up to be able to get my information and also be a part of 
you know, a lot of newsletters and mails that we mailing information that we would be sending out. Nine five five seven seven train with demo. Enter that email address, and we're gonna get it cracking. Yeah, man. Get it. Damn, I, I appreciate pre- you for having man, me. Man, I appreciate you, brother. This was, you know, this yeah. was a good move. Man, I like this. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Before, Anytime you want me to come. Oh back. yeah, you coming back, brother? You coming back? I'm coming back with workouts though. We're gonna oh, work out. We, oh, Rachel. Uh, <laughs> look, before we go, I want to want to thank everybody that listens to the show. We have been on WBLK almost a year. Uh, in two weeks, we'll be celebrating our one-year anniversary here at WBOK 1238. We want people to think about who is the revolutionary of the year. And we will be celebrating that person Absolutely. on January 17th. So please hit me up on Facebook at Charles Corpru, C-O-R-P-R-E-W, or at Rachel Graham. All right, and let us know who you think should be chosen as our revolutionary of the year again i want to thank my man kendall jazz man williams and everyone who listens to this show and as always be able to answer the most provocative question of your life rachel graham my producer what's your revolution what's your revolution <laughs> peace everybody peace y'all.